time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? Wrestling fans, welcome to the Pain Clinic for December 23rd. Holidays today. It's Festivus for the rest of us. And Roots Day. Uh, welcome to the show. Birthdays today. WWE Hall of Famer, Great Muta, is 61. And WWE uh, agent, former wrestler, uh, and former Ring of Honor champion at one time, Jamie Noble, is 47 today. Pain Clinic's brought to you by Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria, Palmer's Food Service, and Donuts Delight Empire at Culver. A interested in roller derby, want to be a skater, officiate, Rock City Roller Derby needs you. Contact recruitment at rockderbyrecruitment at gmail.com and join Rock City Roller Derby. If you're near the men's team, it's flower, F-L-O-U-R, flowercityfear.com. Check it out. We are always looking for new people. Welcome to the show today. I am the cash man, your humble host. I'm joined by Danger Boy. How are you doing this morning, Danger? Uh, doing doing pretty well, enjoying uh, mild December weather. Yes, perfect Festivus weather, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> we can do feats of strength outside today. All right, yeah. I, you know, when are they going to add that stick your tongue to the frozen pole deal? You know, oh, they're not going to. <laughs> it's not when it's in the 50s or whatever it may be. Yeah, now you have the weather report here for uh, upstate New York. Uh, it uh, will not be a white Christmas, uh, which is two days away. Um, I don't know. I mean, we had white. It was, it was much. It was much nicer where I was the last two Saturdays. Yeah, I was gonna say you just coming back off of uh, uh, where were you again? Saint Lucia. Saint Lucia. You were down. I saw that you had your own personal pool, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was in Butler, and oh yeah, it was a it was a good week. Yeah. Wow. Let me ask you a question. Do you have to tip them every time you ask them to do something? No, we tipped them at the end, and actually, they don't. This is weird for Americans to think about, but most societies outside of America are not tipping societies. Oh, so yeah. honestly, you don't have to tip anything. Oh, okay, cool. I'll remember that when I go. No, no. Well, I mean, I don't know. We Americans, big money, you know, whatever. But uh, hey, welcome. Hey, we're here to talk pro wrestling. Uh, we missed you last week. Uh, marathon show, by the way. If you if you saw how long it went, it was uh, yes, I did see how long it was. <laughs> oh my goodness, it almost went two hours. Well, but uh, I promise you, we will not go that long this week. We got a lot of stuff going on. Let's talk a little bit about. Uh, it's funny, is uh, I only have a few things on my topics, but I knew I sent more than those few things. So, uh, um, welcome back, and I'm guessing maybe some other people might be showing up soon. 
you know, the RTs five minutes late. So we'll see what happens. And I don't know where DC is today. He's around him. He wasn't feeling well last week. Hopefully he's doing better. But uh, we're here to talk. we got a few things we want to talk about. I wanted to, you know, a uh, little bit. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about AJ Styles coming back. Maybe, like, who's the devil? Uh, we've got a brand-new movie out, Iron Claw, that just came out this week. Uh, lots of uh, uh, good, positive things being said about it, which I'm really psyched about. Uh, and you have not seen it yet, have you? I have not. It is on the viewing list this upcoming week. There's, uh, there's a couple movies I have to get to the theater to see this week. It's just... With everything going around the holiday, it's uh hasn't been conducive to time to go yet. Oh, completely understandable. Completely understandable. So um a few other things in our news that we're gonna talk about as well. And uh, oh hey, Rob Sanderson's watching. So uh hey Rob <laughs> hopefully uh you'll be able to get in or maybe you're trying to and I'm just oh I do see there uh, might be another uh participant besides us too but hey welcome to the show we're here to talk pro wrestling we got a lot of stuff going on danger last week was kind of a big week uh uh definitely it was a, a lot of fun uh go with things going on and everything and uh, i'm going to start off uh immediately by talking about uh, the return of aj styles on smackdown we got last week did you catch up on all your wrestling since you came back I've I've caught up on pretty much everything since I came back. It's been uh, work's been slow, so I was able to catch up. Gotcha, gotcha. So AJ Styles came back a week ago last Friday as a mystery, you know, and then he ends up taking out, um, you know, uh, uh, he ends up get, well. First of all, he ends up saving Randy Orton. And was was he in the gym with Randy Orton the entire time Orton was out too? Because those both both those guys just came back jacked to the gills. Yeah, no, they, they uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they've all got the six pack thing going on now, you know, and AJ's was prominent, obviously, in a few pictures. But so he comes back, he saves Andy, Randy Orton, and LA Knight, and then he takes out LA Knight. And then we start this week's show with those guys all coming out and, like, uh, you know, all pitching claim to being able to take on Roman Reigns. Now, honestly, the show we watched last night, I believe, was taped the week before. Uh, it was, it yes. was, yeah. So I didn't. I pretended. I did not look for results. I, I, uh, and, and I watched it like a fan. And uh, they, uh, you know, obviously there's no love lost between any of them. And AJ, in fact, AJ even uh, pushed off of his his uh, OG, OG, you know, the OG club there, you know, uh, dur- during a backstage segment, um, which doesn't. I'm not really sure where AJ's going. He'll face. What do you think? I think he's going to toe that line for a bit. That's why I was reading that he's going to, he's not necessarily going to be a full blown heel, but he's, he's like, kind of like Steve Austin was. He was a face, but not really. He just worked for himself. So I think that's what they're going to do with AJ for a while. Yeah, but if he fights with LA Knight, he's going to be booed. Well, yeah, you can still get booed like that, but maybe he'll get cheered too. Depends how the matches are. That's true. Well, you know, that's true. Uh, we got a couple confrontations with him. And uh, they're going to have a three-way uh, uh, to determine who takes on Roman Reigns, which Roman Reigns wasn't obviously too fond of last night either. Um, but I like what they did with Nick Aldis, though. He wasn't intimidated. He didn't back down. He just was himself. So that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. In fact, he uh, yeah he uh, he just made uh, he he just. He just made he just made uh, Roman Reigns grumpier, you know. You could, yes. you know, just, I thought it was pretty funny though. Uh, uh, so, um, 
So we get so we get that. So I'm not. Yeah, I wasn't really sure, but now I know OJ's or AJ's kind of pushing everybody off. I was wondering, well, you know, what we thought about, uh, but but we'll see where it goes from then. You know, obviously this next week coming up is going to be a best of for everything because <clears throat> Christmas being a Monday, we know it's going to be a best of Raw and Friday. I think is I think Friday's a best of too. I'm not sure because uh, I know yeah, I'm not sure how Friday works, but they're doing they have some big house shows this week. Or live events. Yes, they make a lot of money during the week between Christmas and New Year's. And Rochester used to and fall. We used to fall in there every year. We used to fall in there. But you can see, I mean, they're doing, I know MSG's in there. I know they're doing Detroit in there. They're doing LA in there. That's why CM Punk's on a house show. But that's because they sold like 17,000 tickets to a house show. Yeah. It's funny. In LA, and I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. It's funny. We didn't get to see CM Punk at all this week. Uh, not on, not on raw, not on, not on anything, you know? I mean, obviously he was, uh, he was a, a point of contention for a lot of people, but, uh, we, he wasn't there. So I thought that was interesting. Um, who knows, you know, maybe it's his new contract. I don't know, but he, yeah, it was a Monday night raw. I, I was really surprised that, uh, you know, I mean, I, you know, I suspect it, you know, I mean, it was more of the tag titles getting defended and Gunther and, and the Miz wrestled for what, like three segments on TV on Monday night. It was, uh, it was actually a really solid wrestling show, but, uh, continuing storylines and stuff like that, uh, not nearly as important, I guess, you know, I mean, they know that people are down not watching, you know, when there's competing things. Oh, we did get a women's tag team championship, uh, switch, which I thought was pretty cool. What'd you think about that? You know, it's like, besides the fact that, uh, Piper Niven and, uh, uh, and Chelsea green, like, I don't know if they defended those titles ever since they got them maybe once, but I, I had Piper Niven in fantasy. I think it was once or twice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's past season, but yeah, I mean, it's cool to see. It's, it's interesting to see that they're doing more with the women's division now after Becky had picked up about it a little bit. Yeah. And then, and now you also see that a lot of the major players are getting re-signed to very lucrative contracts. So it's, it's, I mean, a random title change on a Monday is not a bad thing. Well, you know, and it's for, and the thing is, is obviously it was Sonya Deville and Chelsea green or no, it was Son, yeah. It was Sonya and Chelsea green yeah. who won the titles and then Sonya got hurt. And then, uh, and what just seems like, you know, the it's got like the Liv Morgan scenario because Liv Morgan also got hurt after winning the titles too. Oh, those belts are cursed, big time, big time cursed. And I think even some of the women have said that too. You know? Yes. Yeah. So, excuse me. So uh, that was uh, that was a little excitement for you know the you know the 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 show before Christmas Day, which Christmas Day will be a best of. Who knows what we'll talk about? I know we've got a uh, AEW pay-per-view coming up uh, next week uh, before the end of the year, which uh, looks exciting. Um, and while we're at it, uh, have you? I'm sure you've been following along on this this tournament on AEW pretty close, right? Yeah, I've been watching. It's been some good matches. I know ratings aren't def or necessarily showing it's good match. You know, it's the 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 quality that's going, but. At the same time, it's it, tournaments are a funny thing. A lot of people, especially round robin tournament, a lot of people don't necessarily not necessarily non wrestling fans, not her wrestling fans, don't necessarily know how they work because you're not just eliminated runoff. And uh, 
sports fans just know the one-off eliminations as well. So it's yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's tough to get people to buy into it, but they've had some good matches, and they're some people are stepping up that are Swerve and Jay White's finally getting some wins. Brody too. So Brody looks yeah. great now. What what really is the excitement about this whole tournament is this week is we're going to get Blackpool Combat Club guys versus each other because yes. that's something we haven't seen yet in this tournament and it's we're coming to the last week before this uh, pay per view, so we're going to get we're going to get see some head on we're going I think Brian Danielson and Claudio are taking each other yeah I have it in the lineup someplace but it's like and uh, Moxley as well. Uh, you know, and Moxley loses in the last one to Jay White, which was, I, you know, I mean, there's we got some fantastic matches, and that's the whole thing. Is we're really getting quality wrestling matches out of the whole thing. You know, there's some other guys that could have been in it. Now, you know, like last week, uh, this the Artis and I were explaining what well, now we know why uh, 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 Omega wasn't in it because obviously having issue health issues. Yeah. You know, but uh, the there were some other people that could have benefited from this tournament as well. My only beef with the tournament so far, and it's I've seen this play out on on Meltzer's uh, podcast as well. If you're going to have an overrun, the people know there's overrun. I couldn't. I didn't see the end of the uh, the Jay White Moxley match because of the overrun. My my TVR cut off. Yep, 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 yeah. But you knew it was ending right when it right when it cut off. I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's a recurring thing, and. If you haven't heard it yet, the conversation between Brian Alvarez and and Dave Meltzer going back and forth and Dave trying to defend why they don't put an overrun built into the show is absolutely hilarious. Probably cost too much, right? I'm guessing. Uh, no, it's they don't know what's going to happen before the show is what he says. Right. So, so, well, honestly, I can see the fact they just don't stick to times. That could be a thing. Could be it. Could definitely could be it. You know, I mean, because uh, they get they get the time for the overrun, and put a fight. Like, NXT has an overrun built into every single show. Yep. You might catch the beginning of the movie afterwards, after, but at least you're not going to miss the end of the last match. And that was Alvarez's contention the whole time. And Dave's like, "Well, live sports doesn't do that. This isn't live sports." Yeah, this is. Let's let you know. This is pro wrestling. You know, that's one thing. Uh, my friend Bob Matthews, uh, a Hall of Fame uh, broadcaster here in, in New York, used to say, he always used to say, I can guarantee you one thing, a match will end before 10 o'clock. He used to, he, and, he, and, 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 you know, and 99% of the time he's right. And even if it goes to 10, a lot of times the DVRs will still record that last. But, yeah, that one cut. It cuts off on it. I hate when that happens, by the way, because there are times I can't watch it live. And then it's like I have to go back and go online and read what happened at the very end. And it's like, well, that was like seconds after it cut off. So, yeah. But uh, you you are correct on that, and it's like, and and that's and that this tournament has been fantastic for these these great matches. Um, we did see uh, a, a tournament match that had nothing to you know had absolutely nothing to do with the tournament because both Jay Lethal and um, uh, Mark Mark Briscoe Mark Briscoe both um, both were eliminated when they wrestled each other, and Mark Briscoe got the first win, I believe. So for Mark. Yes. You know, everyone was mad because all they did was job him out. But uh, 
In fact, uh, it's funny as the announcers kept saying that every time he'd go for his finish, that's when he would lose. You know, it would always backfire on him, and uh, it didn't though in this match with Jay Lethal. You know, but but he, they mentioned it right when he was doing it. So yeah, yeah, we were. I was expecting that. You know, but uh, Excalibur is a great announcer. I enjoy I enjoy the announcing crew. Uh, I don't I don't like it when it's crowded when they have like five voices or four voices in there. You know, sometimes it gets a little. I don't think Tony Schiavone has much of anything. I think Tony Storm was dead on with her uh, her analysis this week. Now that Sting's not here this week, you don't have to do anything, right? <laughs> I guess we don't see Ric Flair either if Sting's not there. So uh, that's and, not a bad thing. Not absolutely, but uh, you know, yeah, it's funny. It's I I, I was just reading that um, Rob Van Dam uh, is no longer invited to WrestleMania this year because of his appearances on AEW, but. Ric Flair's woo still is at the beginning of WWE, uh, you know, shows. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see Rob Van Dam. So I know what people are saying, but I think it's going to go the other way. I mean, he was under a legends deal when he showed up, I believe. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you know, I think in the past I've heard wrestlers double, double check with the office before they do something that would, you know, had put them in risk of losing. I'm pretty sure he said that originally too, that he checked and was given the okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's wrestling still, he's still, you know, he still can wrestle. So it's like, uh, you know, I mean, he's like in the, the waning days of his career, but uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think that, uh, um, yeah, I just, I thought that was interesting, but then, yeah, now, and you know, now we get Ric Flair every time we see Sting, so that's going to be happening until Sting's retirement match. And who who do you think it's going to be against? I begin to believe more and more now it's probably going to be against Dustin Rhodes because I believe his contract's running out too. You know, I don't. It's going to be a tag match. I. It's got to be a tag match. I don't think Sting can carry. I mean, he's he's done his his job. He's surprised all of us with the stuff he's done. I don't think he's carrying a full-on match on a pay-per-view. Last week, the artists and I were arguing about how this tournament uh, has been taking time away from other people that we haven't seen in a while, like Darby Allen, like uh, the Acclaimed. And we got the Acclaimed last Saturday after we had mentioned it, so maybe they were listening when we were talking about it. Um, and then we, I mean, and kind of the whole Christian Cage, Adam Copeland thing has been kind of like on the back burner, even though, I mean – it's not being pushed as heavily as it was because we've got a lot of heavy-duty matches going on TV. Um, once it does come to its conclusion, uh, we will, I guess we will be thrown back into – we do get Danhausen though, quite a bit. I've noticed he's been on every week the last few weeks. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Danhausen anymore. Danhausen was a secret in the beginning, and now it's like, eh, you know, I don't know. I – I like Danhausen as a character. I don't think he needs to be on TV as much. True, true. He uh, he he does you know, but don't don't take it again. Don't curse us, Danhausen or anything. I know we got some fans of Danhausen in the chat room and everything, and it's like uh, I don't want I don't want to tick him off and have him come and curse us or anything. But uh, you know, uh, so uh, also let's talk about. Okay, now I talked with uh, the artist last week about the, who the devil is and who are you know who it isn't anymore, and it's slowly but surely eliminating people from being who it isn't. I'm not absolutely sure it's not MJF still. Okay, just because we didn't see him get beat up when he was laying on the ground. So, wrestling has done this forever. The 
the person that gets beat up ends up. I don't think anybody's actually been eliminated because they've been beat up by him. No, you're right. I think that's I think that's a thing that they could, you know, ooh, it's that that's like a Russo swerve right there. Oh yeah, I was the first. It's uh, Bully Ray did it for Aces and Eights. That he was the first one to mention. It. He goes, just because you got beat up by the group doesn't mean that you're not the leader. True, true, true. So I'm I'm hoping, and we've heard that it's not going to be uh, Jungle Jack at this point. So that's that would be a bonus because that would fall flatter than anything. And the Earth, AJ Styles thinks we live on. <laughs> but that old flat Earth, woohoo! I, I, it's set up to be Adam Cole, but at the same time, he can't wrestle right now. If they push this off until he's able to wrestle, this is going to get really stale real quick. You know, I, you know, everything we know about his injury and everything has been what we've been told by on TV. You know, so. I, that's where I always have questions about, you know, we've never seen him. We've never saw x-rays. We never saw him going to. He posted his x-rays on, on uh, X. I thought Britt posted him on there. Uh, so Whoever it was, Britt isn't even on TV, so she couldn't post him on TV. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. But I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I, 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 wrestling is a, a world in which you can get taken in and surprised. Obviously, CM Punk, you know, uh, you know with him showing up on WWE. Uh, so I don't know, but I mean, I, 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 I get, I begin to believe more it is MJF than anybody else. And, uh, uh, but I don't know. I mean, you know, they, they haven't like definitively ever had, uh, him come out in, in like, you know, be like in a corner of his goons or anything yet in a match. I guess we'll get to that eventually, uh, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I guess right now, but uh, that Joe was calling him out last week. If you saw, uh, Joe said you are the devil, and he said, uh, "I can tell you, it's not Samoa Joe. It's not some body type. Well, yeah, I know, but when did the when we see the body change between people in masks before it's happened? So, is this going to be a, a black scorpion? Is it Ric Flair? It's it, it could be Edge. He's got nothing going on except for uh, Christian right now, though. We're going to get. Nevertheless, I I wanted to get your feelings on it. So, in the in, you know, who do you think it is? Honestly, if you if you just you know, I mean, do you still think it's uh, Adam Cole? I think it's going to be Cole, or it's going to be uh, Nick Nemeth. Nick Nemeth. Well, he because is. We can't call him by his previous name, but he is free now. He is now free. Yeah, uh, Dolph, whatever his name be. Uh, yeah, actually, there's a. That's part of the news this week. When we get to it, there's a whole slew of people who've been uh, now are available to uh, you know come on out. Uh, Mustafa Ali's video was fantastic. Yeah, but I, yeah, I saw that uh, 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 Amanda Hewer had po- reposted it, and that's where I saw it, and it was like. Staff Ali, obviously, uh, you know, being, uh, but interesting enough, if you saw SmackDown last night, you saw guys who got cut from WWE, what, a couple of years ago, the authors of pain. And now they're coming back. They were signed a year ago to be back in the company and just haven't done anything. And and, and the cool thing is, it's not just them. Paul Ellering is back with them too. Yes. So they're they're coming back full force, and I think they didn't they get rid of Paul Ellering before they uh, got cut off TV. He showed up one time when they were on Raw, and then Vince decided they didn't need him. 
Well, it looks like maybe it's something Triple H wants. So, uh, you know, we get we get Paul Ellering now being with the Authors of Pain. And it's like, I don't know. Do you remember much about the Authors of Pain? Anything stand out for their first run with you? Uh, They beat the hell out of people. Other than that, not really too much. I know when they got called up, one of them got hurt right afterwards. Yeah, and, and in fact, uh, but they're young kids too, right? They were like, you know. I think they're one of them was an MMA fighter at one point too. Never made it to UFC or anything, but he he did fight MMA. I just they were interesting acts in in NXT. They were not good on the main roster. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say I uh, uh, I thought that they did make it to the main roster, and then that, they did. They yeah. made it. It was they made it to the main roster. Then one they got rid of Ellering. Then they were still doing their thing. Then one of them got hurt, and then they were off TV, and then they got cut. Huh. That's right. And it's and 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 they were the ones who people were saying, are they going to show up someplace else? And they just never did. Well, yeah. they were going to run their own promotion, and they had a show going over in England, and it sold like forty tickets for having like a very large uh, payroll for the people that were going, and they canceled it the day of the show or something like that. I don't know. There was something about that. And then all of a sudden there were there were talks that they were being re-signed and they haven't been on TV or anything in over a year, but apparently they've been signed the whole time. Well, yeah. So we're going to get them uh, on the, the first uh, day. Was it day one SmackDown, is it? Or I don't remember. They're coming. SmackDown's <laughs> New Year's Revolution. <clears throat> is it? Okay. Day one is, uh, is raw because it's is actually it? on day one. Yeah, vac- <clears throat> vacation is over on the first day of the year, folks. Flying in, hungover, I can see it. Uh, you know, but uh, I- I'm actually glad they're back. I'm glad that Paul Ellering is part of it too, because his historic, you know, um, involvement in the world of pro wrestling. And who can you, you know, I mean, he was like he he technically was a manager of tag team champions. You know, much not not to. Just you know, diss anybody, but I'm looking forward to him coming back and uh, 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 being you know, because he was with the Road Warriors and and, and whatever incarnations they were, uh, the Road Warriors, the Legion of well, Doom. Heck, he was a heck of a wrestler himself too. Yeah, yeah, and and in fact, before he hurt his, I believe it was a neck injury or something that made him. I believe his daughter was trying to get into pro wrestling too. And she wrestles. Yeah, she Rachel does. Rachel Ellering wrestles. <clears throat> yeah, and she does. And 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 she uh and he was like when she was that's why he came back was when she was in uh NXT. NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how that's how he got and it's like, you know, since he's gonna be around watching his daughter, he might as well put him to work, you know. <clears throat> I I was always a, a fan. I remember because he was a guy who I remember stories about him where like he did the i did a trot or whatever you know he was yeah yeah so he was you know he's not just your average manager he actually athlete too as well so um and he also you know was the the voice behind the voiceless road warriors or whatever before the road warriors got their catchphrases down and everything but he would I, I kind of missed those days. Those are the days when you, you, you know, people, nobody would sell. It was just completely, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, so well, the guys facing the road warriors would have to sell. No, everybody would sell for them. They would not sell for <laughs> anybody else. And they never got more than a couple minutes match. So, uh, but, uh, I think that I'm excited, I'm excited to see them reappear and see maybe, see maybe how they've changed in a couple of years. I'm sure they probably have been in the weight room and, you know, uh, they were big dudes to start with. So that's pretty cool. That's cool news going on. Um, 
<clears throat> so I'm trying to think of some other things that really happened this week in the world of pro wrestling, including Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite overall. So Swerve Strickland still getting pushed to the moon, I think. Uh, he, uh, you know, I mean, he's about to break out in a big time. And he, I, it's funny as he's doing some, I think it was either a, a, a Twitter post or something saying he thinks that he looks better, he'd be better champion than MJF. So who knows? We could lead to that, but uh, it would be eventually. I did like MJF's line about breaking his arms so he could really swerve when he drives. <laughs> the swerve uh, did uh, end up on Wednesday beating Roosh. Uh, and, of course, get, now it's a three-way final, I believe, in the Gold League uh, with Swerve, uh, Moxley, and is it Jay White? I can't remember. There's yeah, three, it's Jay, Jay White. Jay White. So then we got that going on which is going to be super exciting. And that's going to all happen on this pay-per-view that uh, AEW World's End, I believe, which is coming up uh, the 30th, which is a week from Saturday. A week from today, we got the AEW's World's End. So far, only three matches announced for that pay-per-view. We got uh, MJF is finally going to take on Samoa Joe, as he promised to when he came to help him. And I love how they uh, – they fought off everybody last week in the ring together. So I thought that, especially after they were looked like they were about to go at it with each other, um, does this make Samoa Joe more respectable uh, a character? And maybe, you know, because obviously the, the, he has his group of fans who definitely support him. Uh, every time they do anything, you know, in front of a crowd, obviously Joe's going to kill you and – and you know, but and but he was calling MJF out, saying he was a devil, and MJF had came out. And he never said no, though. That's why I always thought it was kind of weird. But uh, but he said, you know, like I would do this to myself or something, right? Okay, bully, yeah. bully Ray, quote unquote. There, but we got MJF versus Samoa Joe. We got uh, Tony Tony uh, Storm taking on Rio, which a lot of people are critical of that. Well, uh, Rio, uh, a former champion in AEW. Um, but they, you know, a lot of people think, you know, I mean, someone was complaining about how tall Rio was, apparently a 5'1", I think. See, I think whoever was, I saw a contradiction, you know, someone's like, you know, shot back at that post, like, yeah, look at all these WWE people and how short they are. I think the height has nothing to do with it. I think the fact she weighs 90 pounds and looks completely unbelievable in most of the things she does and acts like a little girl half the time is why people don't buy her. Yeah, you be a fantastic wrestler. You need a character, and you. She looks tiny. She looks like a little kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it's tough. Alexa it, Bliss is the same height. Alexa Bliss does not look like a little kid. No, Alexa Bliss is, is was a little bit thicker, muscular, more muscular, and uh, uh, is is fairly evil most of the time, or in the last few years at least. But yeah, no, Alexa Bliss. Most of the. Women's champs aren't much taller than five one nowadays as well. I mean, look at uh, our current. Uh, uh, the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions might be under five foot. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, um, you know, I guess we, we we you know, I don't have a I don't have a problem, but that is the second match on this show, uh, and with uh, of course the main the Blue League winner uh, versus Moxley, Swerve Strickland, and Jay White. Um, and so uh, we're going to get, uh, and the winner of that will become the Ring of Honor champion, the New Japan Strong Openweight champion, and the inaugural AEW Continental Championship. What, why, you know, I remember, remember a couple of years ago when we were complaining about all the belts <laughs> that were floating around AEW. <laughs> I think 
Um, well, there's a new ROH title added too. So, yeah. Oh, what's yeah the uh, yeah. the women's television champion? I think it was or there's another women's belt added in, in ROH. So, but we will get. Uh, uh, it's like uh, it looks like after this week. We will, I think, between Brian Danielson and uh, Andrade, one of those two will most likely be added to that match. Uh, we will see what happens during the matches. It's, this- it's interesting that Andrade's gotten as many wins as he has with the information floating around about his contract and where he fully expects to go at some point shortly after his contract expires. True, true. I, you know, I don't... Uh... That's you know uh, I the thing is is that they saw they showed his work dates with uh, CML is it CMLL is that where he's going Yeah, they showed his work dates and it was only four dates he had signed to so I mean maybe it's something that um, that uh, uh, something that is only a, like allowed to do you know kind of like how they allow guys to go to New Japan as well, well uh, I'm fairly certain under his. <coughs> his current contract, he's allowed to do the dates there and he wants to do them because he wants to wrestle down in CMLL. And by the way, Charlotte was with him last night on crutches. Yeah. But, uh, he wanted to get those in because if he signs a contract with another certain company, he won't be able to do those dates down with CMLL. Yeah. So oh, I he see. wanted to get them in while he could. Okay. So, well, you know, maybe it's like a, you know, it's like maybe he'll resign, but it's only after he had those dates set in. And then it was like, well, I've got these dates already planned after my contract runs out. And he goes, well, I'm thinking they're going to resign. And why would they not? Andrade is an incredible wrestler. And he really hasn't been able to get to show what he could do until this tournament, I feel. Well, yeah. I don't think it's their choice if he resigns with AEW or not. Oh, yeah. I think he wants to go back to uh, to hang out with uh, with Papa H. Yeah, he. Well, well, I guess we'll see because uh, that. But but well, I guess we'll see where this what happens this week in these last few matches there. Uh, see if he does go to the finals or not. Yeah, I I hate to say that that might be a reason why you know you might if you were going to bet in the world of pro wrestling bet against him maybe uh, this week. I don't know. I'm just saying. If you can or not, if you can find someone who will take the bet. But uh, I, I, you, I, you weren't here when we talked about um, Charlotte getting hurt and everything, and it happened live on TV on SmackDown. Yes, it did. Yeah, and I, that was that happened the night before I left, I believe. And that it was they showed it again last week, uh, slowed up and everything. It was like a slingshot off the ropes. As she, or she kind of didn't come back off straight off the ropes when she was supposed to. He suplexed and she went and her legs hit the ropes as she was falling down. And it, 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 I think it destroyed everything in her knee at that point. Cause yeah, you, you could see she ACL, could ACL, MCL and meniscus. Yeah. You see, she could not get up after that. So she, uh, she pretty much stayed on the ground until the fin. They called the finish pretty quick. I think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, it's unfortunate, but she also just signed apparently the biggest women's contract in WWE history. So, it's not all bad news for. Her. It definitely isn't. I've got two dogs here that are barking. I have no idea why. Because hey, Roof, come here. I don't know. I turn lights on in here so we get nice and bright in the background here, and then they kind of flip out thinking someone's coming over. So, yeah, no, I, I I'm a big. Uh, obviously, I'm a big. Uh, uh, 
a Charlotte Flair fan uh, and signed such a big deal. Not to say that she's old, but she she's in the range where she'll probably be slowing down over the next few years for amount of matches and stuff like that. But I think they want to get her to be 16 time women's champ or something like that. I heard stories well, about I'm, that. I'm fairly certain she's not wrestling for another nine months. So Nope. She's not. So you said you saw her with Andrade on crutches. She was, she was spotted at CMLO on crutches last night when Andrade was wrestling. I'm glad because we weren't sure if they were still together or not, you know? Um, yeah. There was rumors that they had split, but apparently that is not true. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to believe anything. The only time people, uh, Charlotte posts pictures is when she's in the gym, okay? And, and that's a lot. She's always in the gym, it seemed like, whenever, you know, whenever she was, you know, when at least that's what she was posting pictures all the time. But, you know, Rick, of course, Rick supports his daughter, saying she'll have the greatest storyline in the history of pro wrestling as soon as she comes back in nine months. But it's a shame because she had really just kind of gotten right back in. She had been She'd been off for a while. And then she kind of got right back into uh, into the mainstream of everything, and it had been not that long a time that she since she's come back. So, yeah, and I think that she was going to be part of that storyline that's I'm predicting, and I know others have mentioned is going to lead to a return of a certain somebody that everybody thought was uh, going elsewhere for a while. But I, I think that uh, we're not going to see Mercedes Monet wrestling very often on the indies and whatnot because i think sasha banks is coming back to wwe yeah there, there was talk about how AEW had plans for monet and then monet got hurt and so that those plans and and contracts of uh those plans kind of fell aside and uh now monet is not doing anything in fact even not even with new japan i believe too so well, she's she's completely unsigned. She has no contracted dates for anybody right now. So, we'll see. I, I've also heard that she's still dealing with that injury, which, I mean, it's an ankle injury. So, that should tell you about Cole because it's been quite a while. Yeah, she broke it. Uh, what, like the the second match in New Japan? You know, it was like the, for the tournament that they were doing for the for the title they made for her. Yeah, the title they made for her. You know, I I you've been bringing the, her name up, and I've heard. T TNA is going back to TNA starting in January. They've got a big hard to kill pay-per-view. It's the second week of January. And apparently there's a huge name free agent that signed with them that they're going to announce on their pay on that pay-per-view. And, uh, by the way, this is Rufus, uh, on, the, <laughs> he's just going to sit behind me the rest of the time. <laughs> Uh, they're going to announce the big free agent signing on their pay-per-view. Could Monet be that person? It could be. I mean, I mean, her best friend is in, in TNA, you know, Bailey. No, no, her, <laughs> her ta- former, former tag partner in WWE. Uh, Bailey. No. And Bailey just signed, by the way, Bailey just signed a huge contract with WWE yes. too. So, uh, no, but it, it could be. It, I think there's several people it could be, um, but I've heard this put. So Scott Demore was hyping up as one of the biggest signings in TNA history. If you look at that, there's there's one name that stands out as a TNA signing that was the biggest. It's Kurt Angle. So if it's anybody lower than a Kurt Angle level signing, I think it is. Uh, it's going to be disappointing. Well, who's free? I mean, uh, we just had handfuls of people get past their 90-day non-compete, including Matt Riddle, including Dolph Ziggler, 
uh, including uh, everyone who was cut three months ago. Oh, yeah. And none of those guys, none of those names equal Kurt Angle in his heyday. Maybe there's there there's one coming from New Japan who could be who's on that show. That would be a big deal, I guess. Yes, New yes. Japan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that. But but you know, I, I <clears throat> depends on who do you see as the biggest deal. I mean, if you for the pro wrestling fans who are you know deep into it on the net, that would be a big deal for the fans who just watch TV and watch WWE and AEW and Impact. I don't know who, that name. I don't think that was a big. That would be as big a deal as say, I don't know John Cena or somebody. You know, no, but. But I think at TNA is this point such a niche product. If they signed a Kazuchika Okada, yeah, it would be a big deal. Okada, well, everyone wants Okada, obviously. You know, I yes. Mean, I don't know if AEW does because he doesn't sell. <laughs> well, they would love him. Don't get me wrong. There's so with these guys, there's certain when they would come over from New Japan, there's certain guys who couldn't do certain things. New Japan was very, uh, very much protective of their properties. When, uh, what Tanahashi, their new uh, president there, apparently, when he lost to MJF or whatever, he just got off the list of people that could uh, that weren't allowed to lose. Okada is one of those people that's not allowed to lose. No, definitely not allowed to lose. Yeah, and Okada is an incredible athlete, and uh, Okada Okada is the, probably the biggest star of New Japan. Uh, one of them, at least. You know, there's there's a handful of guys. Who knows? I mean. Well, we will get to, might as well go through the signings of everybody this past week. There was quite, there's quite a few signings that happened, uh, you know, to, for different companies. I will mention, I did mention that, um, we did mention there's a big one coming for TNA, but this past week, both Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio both re-signed longer deals with WWE and Ray Mysterio is 49 years old or something. I think he's like, you know, yeah. And he, he re-signed, I, obviously coming off an injury as well. And Dominic, of course, you know, it's only – it's no-brainer that they signed him to a long-term deal. So that's, that's a big plus. If you had told me a year ago that Dominic was going to be signed to a, a five-year deal or whatever it is, I would have told you you were crazy. But, but Dom Dom's grown up. He's, he's all grown up. Uh, I did mention Bailey re-signed also with the company. Uh, Bailey – one of the top women's division superstars in WWE. Uh, she re- initially signed with WWE back in 2012, and uh, she she extended her contract. So that's you know we're talking Rey Mysterio, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Dominic Mysterio, all extending their contracts with WWE. Uh, Bailey's looks like uh, it's going to go quite a bit. It's a longer term contract, so good for her. You know, the, there was a the lot. There, there was a lot of talk of there was a lot of uh, things floating around that Bailey's contract was up, and maybe Bailey wanted to take some time off or something. You know, but uh, I'm glad that they came to the deal on that because Bailey is probably you know with damage control is probably the best thing going on. Obviously, she's being edged out of damage control. We'll see. Yes. We'll see where that goes. It'll create great series of matches between who's left in damage control and her. You know, all next year, I'm guessing. So, and the the talk is that they're also. TKO wants to sign Cody Rhodes to a longer term deal as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that which, which this, shocker. This is what we're seeing with TKO coming in and buying the company is they're not, they negotiate these things 
differently than WWE has in the past. You know, uh, they are, uh, they've got a bunch of bookkeepers and, uh, they look at everything and they, and they want, and they're smart about it too. They want long-term contracts. We've seen this before the way the, the business wanes and, and ebbs, you know, uh, over the years, you know, sometimes they'll like sign everyone to a long-term and then they'll cut everybody at one point and then they'll, you know, and then they'll, sign someone back and then you know it's just it's it's interesting how uh now tko's in there negotiating all these contracts and i've heard that they're definitely doing it differently but they definitely want you know the old school way in wrestling you wouldn't let a guy wrestle up to on tv till his last day of his contract and uh that that that's the way creative Unless- Unless you lost track of it, and then Jeff Jarrett holds you up for a hundred grand, and that's exactly why not. That was the reason, you know. You, <laughs> yes, a lot of times guys will, if they're still negotiating and they got a month or two left on their contract, they'll get taken off TV. Remember Drew McIntyre? He's been he would disappear for quite a while, and a lot of people think he did resign, you know, uh, a contract. Speaking of signing contracts, uh, MJF came out this week and said he is not signed yet with AEW. We were pretty pretty sure that you know that was just a storyline going on because they would mention it during you know every once in a while during a promo or something but uh i'm fairly certain he signed i think he likes to work the the whole kayfabe thing um the fact they're not playing it up on tv is is different but they haven't played it up in, in months so uh i'd, I'd be very surprised he, he says contracts up january 1st he would not be champion right now if his contract was up January first. I don't think anybody is that dumb. Well, he is taking on Samoa Joe on December thirtieth on a pay per view. Uh, no, I don't think anybody would be that dumb either. Obviously, the constant you know aren't multi billionaires or whatever due to letting things like this slip through the cracks. You know, uh, but it was a great it was a great angle he could use against the management when he was working his way up. That's for sure. You know, you know to main event position here in the company. Um, it's interesting seeing the, um, the iron claw, uh, premier shots with him and John Cena hanging out together last week. Uh, well, and Cody mentioning this week as well, that he thinks that MJF's going to be in WWE at some point. Of course. Of course. Which he probably will. Yeah. Isn't everybody, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that's how it works. You know, it's like you bounce between companies, you know, or, WWE lets you go, and then you go and you find your character in TNA or someplace else, you know, and then you could they bring you back, you know. It, it's a, it's a, you know, it's the same group of folks in both companies. Eventually, so those are the those contract signings. Uh, TNA, on the other hand, I mentioned that they they're holding out to sign someone big, but they've got a few people that they've re-signed this past week as well. Um, the Rascals, who, uh, you you know, uh, they uh, were, I believe, were they Impact? Yeah, former tag team champs of Impact, the Rascals. They, uh, both those guys resigned, Trey Miguel, Zachary Wentz, both resigned. Eddie Edwards uh, has resigned, and, and Brian Myers in the past week. So these, so they're kind of like locking people up too. Uh, uh, Scott Moore is, as well as teasing that they're going to have um, – uh, a big signing uh, at their pay-per-view at hard to kill. So I'm, we're kind of excited. And I think it's, I think hard to kills on a Friday, which I hate when they do Friday pay-per-views. Cause we, except for the fact that we get the results and we're talking about them first the next morning, but it's like hard to build up when they don't have a full card yet or anything, you know? Uh, but that is, uh, 
uh, that's coming up in the new year when they go back to the TNA. Someone I saw suggested they go back to the six-sided ring. Thoughts on that? <laughs> uh, I saw I saw that a lot when they first said they were going back to TNA, and every single wrestler who ever wrestled it said no. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it's there's less. There's less square footage of, of of rope to bounce off of, you know? And there's apparently there's less give in the ring as well. So they were talking about how hard the bumps were and everything like that. Yeah. And, then, you know, and I mean, and that was, I guess, one good thing when Hogan and Bischoff came in and they came in and they, they got rid of the six-sided ring and made it back to a four-sided ring because they feel like if people watch pro wrestling in this world, they're used to seeing that. They did go back to the six side for a short time when, and then they went back to the four sided ring, obviously. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they should stick. They should stick to what you know. I mean, but it was unique at the time. AJ Styles took advantage of that six sided ring. I mean, really, uh, you get to see a lot of AJ Styles uh, uh, footage from back then, where you know he definitely took advantage of you know. It's just different, a different look, you know, and it was something that. Jeff Jarrett brought in from, I think it was CMLL or AAA down in Mexico, used a six-sided ring, and they thought that that was probably a great idea. So one good, one cool thing about uh, TNA uh, I want to mention is that uh, they're going to, they, uh, the Hard to Kill pre-show <coughs> is going to be, they, uh, is going to be, uh, it is Saturday, never mind, Saturday, January 13th, it's going to be at the Palm Casino Resort in Las Vegas. The new look TNA era kicks off with a special one-hour countdown to the Hard to Kill show starting at 7 p.m. Uh, on the TNA Plus app. So uh, you get that TNA Plus app, uh, and uh, you can order all their shows and everything. TNA will announce perks for the T uh, TNA subscribers coming soon. But on that countdown show, looks like you're going to get Rich Swan versus Steve Macklin, which is uh, that's a, a, a pay-per-view uh, style match by far. Uh, also you're going to, some other people are going to be on it. Eric Young and Kazarian are going to team up against Brian Myers and Eddie Edwards. Uh, and Tommy Dreamer is going to defend his digital media championship on the show against crazy Steve. So you're going to get uh, uh, an hour of great matches for free on the TNA plus app. So look for it at your, uh, apps, downloads and whatnot. I'm sure it's going to be on the Roku as well, but, uh, that show is coming up next week. We definitely will be hitting the, the, uh, of course, this AEW pay-per-view that uh, uh, is going to end the year. World's End seems obvious, you know, for a name like that. It's going to happen as the last pay-per-view of the year. But super psyched about that, uh, definitely. And we got Merry Christmas from Rich. Thank you so much. Thanks, Richard. Uh, and, uh, hey, it's I our friend Ivan, uh, the old security guard at the building. Oh. Ivan's there. He's like, hope you guys are all been well. Love the show. Thank you, Ivan. Man, we could do a little bit of things differently. Thanks to Rob Sweet for showing up. Will Bill Owens there. Thank you so much. We got a lot of people in the chat room today, man. It's really cool, man. If you guys have anything you want to talk about, just put it in your message. Where's Rennie, man? I have not seen Rennie. Maybe he's busy tonight. But uh, uh, we're going to jump to the news here in just a second. I don't think we got too much going on. It is the end of the year. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week because <laughs> everything's going to be taped, I think, except for AEW, yeah. except for AEW Dynamite. Uh, uh, but True. yeah, that's going to, that's definitely going to be on. So I might as well start jumping in the news with, uh, talking about what's going on tonight. If you're going to watch AEW collision now, listen, 
we're Buffalo Bills fans here in Western New York. I got, you know, I have to, and, and the Gillette game's on at the same time, I believe, as Collision is tonight. But, yes. but if you have a DVR, you can, uh, you definitely can record that, you know, and watch it back later after the Bills win in San Diego today. Uh, LA. Oh, it's in LA. Whatever, wherever. Sorry, Chargers. Sorry. I know. I'm old. I'm old school, man. I still think it's the St. Louis Rams. Okay. So. But if you're watching Collision tonight, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get Brian Danielson versus Claudio Castronoli. This is all live, too. This is not taped or anything. This is a live show tonight, which is super cool. Got uh, Andre Andrade versus Eddie Kingston. These are all in the Blue League Continental Classic matches. Brody King versus Daniel Garcia in the Blue League as well. And then uh, I wanted to talk about, this is one person I wanted to mention, Thunder Rosa is back. Did you see Thunder Rosa was doing commentary and then kind of got into the ring after that? Yeah. I'm trying to remember, why was Thunder Rosa been out so long? Obviously, I know it was an injury. injury. Back injury. And it was right after Thunder Rosa won the championship. Correct. So Thunder Rosa, and uh, remember there was like some heat going on between people and stuff? That her it was and, her and Britt. Her and Britt. Yeah, Britt's like, well, you know, Britt, I don't know what Britt was complaining about. Uh, but uh, it was something about how she they felt she was gold-bricking the injury or whatever, you know? Uh, and she stiffed uh, Jamie Hayter. Yeah, yeah, that too. Well, so Thunder Rosa uh, makes an appearance last week as an announcer Comes in and saves Ab- Abaddon, which uh, uh, is a scary, scary, scary lady. But, you know, without all the makeup and everything, very beautiful woman as well. I mean, not that, you know, not that that matters or anything. But, man, when you see her, if I walked into her in a dark alley, I'd be running the other way, man. <laughs> she looks like a monster. So Thunder Rosa is going to be tagging with Abaddon versus Julia Hart in Sky Blue. And there's a lot of fine folks in that match, we'll just say, okay? Keith Lee's taking on Brian Cage, and I saw Brian Cage challenge him last night and actually cut a decent promo on uh, Rampage last night. So kudos to Keith Lee. And we got uh, TNT champion Christian Cage tonight responding to Adam Copeland's challenge, which uh, I'm glad it didn't end after that last match because, like, I I don't know, if Danger, if you saw that when the – when the mystery lady came in and, uh, yeah. uh, and it's like, who's that? And then, uh, Rob had, uh, Sanders, uh, Rob Sanderson, let me know who it was. It's like, Oh, it's uh, someone who hasn't been on TV in about three, four months, uh, came in and interfered. And then uh, Christian got the win. So we'll see what that, but the collision tonight is going to be from San Antonio, Texas at the frost bank center. You definitely don't want to miss that. Um, when raw resumes, regular programming they're going to be it's going to be january 1st 2024 day one not to be confused with uh uh, day one which was i think uh the usos like theme for for a long time uh but uh day one is they're going to have this is what you're going to get on the very first raw of the new year seth rollins versus drew mcintyre for the world heavyweight championship uh, I love the buildup of this i don't care i'm a drew mcintyre fan whether he's a face or a heel i don't care he he's got the he's like a he's like the uh, quintessential perfect wrestler size body can kip up at what six 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 five he is, you know he, yeah he's a big dude he is and he's just in perfect shape and this is you know this is his time so got Rhea Ripley versus Ivy Nile for the women's world championship Ivy Nile is the girl that is with the um where the the where the brothers called? the Creeds the Creed brothers. 
And somehow Rhea Ripley landed on her shoulders last week during that Creed match against Judgment Day. Um, so they're going to have a match now because of that. I don't remember ever seeing. Did Ivy wrestle in NXT much? Yeah, she wasn't bad. She wasn't on. She didn't wrestle a ton, but she wasn't bad. Obviously, she's a bodybuilder, without a doubt. You know. Yeah. Uh, um. So we get we're going to get uh, Becky Lynch and Nia Jax, and Becky Lynch came out uh, and called out Nia Jax. Nia Jax, I don't, you know, Nia Jax isn't doing anything Nia Jax wasn't doing before. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, Tegan Knox and Nat- Natalia versus uh, Sheena Baszler and Zoe Stark. And Zoe Stark still calling and still wants to finish up her her, her feud with uh, Trish Stratus. I saw in a comment this week. But Tegan Knox uh, and Natalia uh, kind of get some revenge against Sheena Baszler and Zoe Stark. And that's what's going to be going on the first Raw of the year. Um, some other news. AEW performer CJ Perry announced on social media that she remained hospitalized after going to the emergency room last Saturday due to an infection that spread from her finger to her arm. Perry did not disclose any details regarding the nature of the surgery. Well, I will tell you, she posted some pictures. Yeah. And you want to be grossed out? Their finger was all cut open and left open, like I guess maybe to get the infection out or something. I, I don't know. I was grossed did out. Did you Did you see what the infection was from? Uh, what was it from? A, a small splinter. It was It was gross, and uh, she actually she was you know you can get septic from something like that. So I mean, you, I think that's she was probably working her way to that. So. Uh, if you, if you want to be really grossed out, just go, go to her, uh, her, her, uh, Instagram page and look at some of the pictures of her finger. And it's a funny thing is on my app on my phone, it blocks them out unless you want, unless you want to look at them, you know, and it's like, and I just, I saw them by accident. Okay. I did not want to see that, but she did go and undergo surgery. Uh, she was, you know, obviously, uh, uh, Miro was there with her. I saw a picture with him coming in and bringing her balloons and stuff like that. But I'm guessing she's probably out of the hospital now and back to regular life. But it was nasty. She had to have surgery. That's how serious it was, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was nothing to mess with. Hey, Rennie. Yay. Rennie showed up. So, yeah. So just remember if you get a splinter, man, get it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it. Oh, just getting sick thinking about those pictures. Um, I did mention, uh, of course, Ray Mysterio and Dominic both signed new contracts with WWE this year, this week, and they, uh, <laughs> you know, eventually they're going to find something. You know, people just don't like Dominic in general. It doesn't matter what he says; they just boo him. So they got to work on creating that character. Or you know, I mean, it all started when he went to jail for what three hours and. Uh, People have hated him ever since. So, but uh, no, they all like mommy, though. That's for sure. That's for sure. Everybody so, likes mommy. Of course. Um, so, you're going to be seeing uh, the Mysterio family quite a, for quite a bit longer in WWE. Jade Chung has been named the new ring announcer for TNA Wrestling. Chung was hired back in May and listed as a member of the Impact Wrestling broadcast team. Chung is married to former Impact World Champion Josh Alexander. <laughs> By the way, if you saw this week's TNA or Impact Wrestling show on Access TV, they did a best of, and the very first match they showed was 
Josh Alexander versus Bully Ray, and it was it was just a violent, violent, violent match, and it was like, a, and it was a heck of a way to start off the recap of the year. So if you can get a chance to go back and watch that on their app, or if you you know definitely check it out because it's, uh, it's a lot of great matches from the past year in TNA. But Jay Chung now is the ring announcer. She previously worked as a wrestler and a valet in a number of independent promotions and had a stint with Ring of Honor. She's replacing David Penzer, who wrapped up with the company at the final resolution event. Impact Wrestling will officially become TNA Wrestling at the January 13th Hard to Kill pay-per-view. So that's a Saturday pay-per-view. That's uh, the first one of the new year for any company. So, uh, And I talked a little bit about how they, they have the app now, so look for the TNA app. If you want to get that, you can get the first hour for free on the app with three matches. Xavier Woods is currently taking some time off uh, from the road due to an injury. Fans have noticed his absence from Monday night's WWE Raw alongside Kofi Kingston. Now, Kofi was there dressed up like Santa Claus, but no no, yeah. no Xavier Woods. Uh, the exact nature of the injury and his return date is unknown. Woods has recently been in Birmingham, Alabama, which is where WWE talent typically go for medical evaluations. He was previously scheduled to appear in the post-Christmas live event tour, but has been removed from the advertisements, Woods' most recent match was on the November 27th episode of Raw where he competed in number one contenders match, uh, tag team turmoil match for a shot at the titles, and that's the last time we saw him. If you were watching Raw this week, you saw a new uh, Dominic is entertaining, quote-unquote. I agree, Ronnie. Uh, this week, if you watched Raw, you saw Katana Chance and Caden Carter win the Undisputed Women's WWE Tag Team Championships. The duel defeated the former champion Chelsea Green and Piper Niven with their double-team after-party finisher to become the new champion. I thought I was really surprised that they did that, but it, it's great. Now Katana Chance and Caden Carter now will, since they, they're undisputed, the, uh, since they are undisputed WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, it means they have to defend it on SmackDown and Raw as well. So who knows what will be going on with that. MJF received an incredible honor this past week. The AEW superstar, currently reigning world champion, was inducted into the National Jewish Sports Hall of Fame earlier today uh, earlier for the, his achievements in professional wrestling. AEW themselves tweeted out the photo of his ceremony and speech. Prior to the ceremony, MJF called the induction an incredible honor. He is set to defend the AEW World Championship one week from today against Samoa Joe at World's End Pay-Per-View. Another uh, former WWE star who made some news this week, MLW officially announced Matt Riddle versus Jacob Fatu for the Kings of Coliseum premium live event. Kings of Coliseum is an MLW event. It'll be held on Saturday, January 6th in Philadelphia at the 2300 Arena and will stream on Thriller TV+. Plus. So, <laughs> Matt, I thought Matt Riddle might have been one of those talents that not quite Kurt Angle, but was pretty heavily in WWE main event programming for a couple of years at least. Maybe he could be the guy signed by TNA. Danger? No? Yes? Is is he? Could, I mean, he could. I don't think he's Kurt Angle level, but everything's all about hyperbole. So, I well think about it. He but the, he has a lot of baggage, and and you know obviously out. They said that there was at least twelve incidents that outside of the world of wrestling that that the WWE had to deal with um you know i you know, i don't know you know i mean is he worth the the headache you know well he he also teased that he would be going back he might go back to cage fighting so i heard that too and he you know obviously we know that uh, 
he would not go back to UFC because uh, the guy who no. run, the guy who runs UFC is not very fond of Matt Riddle, even though Matt Riddle. Basically, Matt Riddle had a, some great fights, and one of them because he tested positive for marijuana, he had to uh, they had to throw out the fight, make it a no contest. The yeah. thing the thing is, is my marijuana is legal so many places now. You know, I mean, is, is that a big deal? I mean, I don't think marijuana is the kind of drug where if you you know that would make you better. You know, as that's, a <laughs> that's been an argument forever, though. That was it's been. That's why WWE only fines for it now, and that's why no one cares that Liv Morgan got arrested with vape. Hey, my new amount of marijuana on her. It's yeah, she had a vape too. She had like a, a yeah, and, and and she wasn't under the influence either. They just searched her car and found it. Yeah. So so, so oh well, yeah. I'm surprised. You know, I'm surprised. You know, to me, it's like you know they, they need like if there's a drug like Focus in or something. You know, like I think believe that's one they gave Bart Simpson when they thought he had ADD. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think there's any drugs that really help you get better at maybe. I'm not going to say that. I was going to say cocaine, but I don't know. Get you amped up a little quicker. Woo! Yeah. No, I have no idea. Uh, so, so nevertheless, uh, Matt Riddle, uh, uh, he is going to be in the MLW. He at least signed for one show with them. A lot of people have bailed on MLW uh, in the last like three months. A lot of former champions. A lot of uh, a lot of people, um, as well as NWA too. A lot of them have bailed on that. So there's a lot of free free, free agents around WWE. Had their big releases back in September, and uh, I'm going to give you a list of people who are now available to show up on a local indie near you. Okay, um, uh, Matt Riddle, Eichmann Giro, you know, uh, Brooklyn Barlow, Ulisa Leon, Alexis Gray, Daniel MacArthur, Kevin Ventura, Cortez, Shanky. You can put Shanky on your independent show now. Uh, Dabble Cato. Or Dabocato, whatever. I don't remember what Shane McMahon called him. Uh, Bryson Montana, Dana Brooke. Uh, you know, if you're into like the Gremlin thing, you know, Dana Brooke's available. <laughs> Mansoor, Mace, uh, Mansoor and Mace. The, the guys got cut and they cut a promo in character. Okay, you gotta love those guys. I think you could definitely do something with them. Have them as a tag team. Show them in TNA and have them come out and do the same thing. You know, I like I I liked what they were doing. It's unfortunate, yeah. That, you know, it's unfortunate. I mean, they never won. That's the whole thing too. Is they did this great bit, but they never they lost every time. You know, so but yeah, those guys are available. Uh, you got uh, Quincy Elliott, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin, Elias, Rick Boogs, Riddick Moss, Top Dalla, Aaliyah. Mustafa Ali, which we mentioned earlier on the show, and Emma. They're all available now. Uh, you know, um, that's what the one thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. I, there's one thing I definitely wanted to bring up. Let's do it before I go be, do any more news. This week on, um, on NXT, we had a main event match on NXT between uh, – uh, it was between the champion, Dragunov, Dragunov. versus – uh, uh, a man known for breaking someone's neck. Uh, hold on a second. And uh, I think that uh, uh, I. It's a shame that uh, 
they continued on with the the uh, the storyline uh, of a man who uh, you know unintentionally hurt somebody uh, in the main event, but nevertheless, Dragunov uh, defended the title at the very end of the show. And uh, D- Danger, did you see this? Did you watch this? Sh- I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but it's a work. I I don't. It's it's a storyline. I don't really care that much. I think it's being, I think a whole big deal is being made out of nothing. It's storylines that, that people have done in wrestling for a hundred years. So Ridge Holland accidentally broke Big E's neck. It wasn't Ridge Holland. It happened during a match where he did a body, uh, 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 a, uh, uh, what was it? A body to body suplex. Belly to belly suplex. Belly, and, and he landed on his head. So during a match with Dragunov, Ridge Holland, Hurt dragon off, and they called the they. Then they ended the match. They put the axe up, and they and they stopped it. And and and, and Rich Holland sat in the corner and looked like he was like uh, uh, losing his mind, depressed from what happened. Now, Rich Holland, in all reality, did did break Biggie's neck. It happened. It happened outside the ring in a match against. Uh, um, it was. Uh, what do those guys call themselves the, the brawling brutes. The brawling, the yeah, it was it, it was brawling brute, and it was Sheamus versus somebody. It was Sheamus for, was it versus Big E, and they did it when he came fell out of the ring on the side. They were standing outside the ring. Nevertheless, they revisited this so much lo- time after, more than a year after this had happened, way more. Well, he that. also last year with uh, Pretty Deadly, he was the one he did. <clears throat> A throw like that and the guy from pretty deadly landed incorrectly and it it wasn't on rich holland with that one but it led into the perception that rich holland hurts people and they played up they played this whole thing up in a promo before at the beginning of the show yeah yeah and and so i i don't know how i feel about this i don't want i don't you know be i like and like i said i we, we sent messages to each other and i said if this means the return of Big E, then i then i'll take it oh you know but but it's not because Big E probably will never be back, right? I mean, that's what we're, that's what you said. Yeah. That's what you said. So, <clears throat> what? So you think this is bad to do a work shoot kind of thing? No, uh, I think it's fine. Yeah, it's it's wrestling. They've done much worse. I don't know why everybody's all up in arms about it. I think there's a whole big deal being made out of nothing. I mean, isn't your job to hurt the guy so that you can pin him? You know, I mean, quite honestly, I don't know why Ridge Holland isn't the NXT champion if. You know, Dragunov couldn't continue. He should have just sat on top of him and pinned him. You know, I mean, that's the whole thing. Is it just makes you question wrestling when someone your your mission in a match is to hurt somebody until you can pin him, and then yeah. he hurts him, and then he just and then they call the match. The referee gets in the way. So I I don't like this angle. I'm not happy about it. And I, I mean, I just think it makes I think it makes Ridge look bad. You know, uh, just. It's something he never intended to do. It was never intended. Well, yeah, but, but they're they're playing into it. They're giving Ridge a new character. They're splitting him and Butch. I'm fine with that. I, I'm fine with letting it play out. It ends up being something stupid. It's something stupid. They probably shouldn't have done it. But if it leads to something, good for them. I don't. I really don't see what they're uproarious about. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I just, I just about once every three months they have someone get carted out like they're dead. True. True. You know, it's just, yeah, and you're right. He should be champ, you know. It's the way the wrestling business works, right? 
So I wanted to throw that out there before we got through with the news because I remember I put it on my list of stuff to talk about, and then it didn't show up on my list when I was talking about it. But I wasn't I wasn't a fan of it. I, I, I Dragunov is like an incredible wrestler, and you know it might, might build some heat up and maybe a match between them in the future. You know, I don't know. I uh, think NXT for as much good talent as they have down there right now, they don't have anyone lined up for Dragunov that they already haven't used against Dragunov. You you don't have your... Braun Breaker's already been down that road. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes has already been down that road. So they have to find something. Corbin was a perfectly good you know, filler piece. Now they're going to fill in with Ridge for a second. They have to build someone up to get to that point. Yeah, you know... um, it brings me up to thinking about Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes wins the first match of the, the tournament to take on Logan Paul and then loses to Kevin Owens last night. Uh, where does Carmelo Hayes fall out from all of that? Well, he's doing the stuff with Trick down in NXT. And they still uh, did that this past week, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they, they couldn't have him lose the first match because then it's, why would you bring up anybody from NXT if they're just going to lose the first match, especially someone as talented as Carmelo? But uh, Kevin Owens going to win the, the tournament, so you think so? Losing to the eventual, yeah, losing to the eventual winner is fine. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, and I mean, it's it, it does build up for an intriguing final match, that's for sure. With because uh, the just the push that uh, um, push that we've been seeing lately, uh, uh, uh you know, uh, for for Kevin Owens as well, though the they didn't play up. I don't think they played up his hand as much last night. But maybe you know, I don't know, <laughs> his broken hand or whatever they had. You know, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. But I like Kevin Owens, and so it's going to be a good um, him and Escobar are going to tear the house down when we get the finals for that one. There, uh, I don't think they said when it's happening yet, though. That's one thing. I, uh, yeah, I didn't see exactly. It might be next week. I don't know. It's. The match is going to have the match with Logan Paul is going to happen at Royal Rumble, I believe. So, and we did get the the, the this triple threat that's going on between AJ Styles, uh, uh, AJ, uh, uh, Randy Orton, and LA Knight. Whoever wins that is going to be taking on Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble as well. That was made public at the end of, uh, at the end of the show. So. Jumping back there, we got some things I want to talk about that I didn't that I forgot to write down. So I'm glad we got to them. One thing I want to talk. Oh, so we'll go through the news and finish this up. Yeah, and like I said, Santo Escobar's he defeated Bobby Lashley last night, uh, which surprised. help from his boys because he's got Umberto and and Angel. Yeah, which I I, I love it. And it, you know you would think that Santos would have the guys from the LWO, but it, no. It was the guys that were sent down to NXT. You know, uh, and I love it because I think you know. Those guys coming back are uh, a good thing, you know, especially they all can play the evil. You know, I think it's great. Uh, Escobar, and I like I'm, I'm a big fan of Angel Garza. I, I like Angel Garza. Escobar's great. You know, they're all, I think this is going to be, uh, I think this is going to be fun seeing what they where they go. So, but they, yeah, that happened last night. So the, the winner of Escobar and Owens get to take on uh, Logan Paul for the WWE U.S. Championship. That's going to be at the Royal Rumble, so you get that. Uh, Ric Flair this new this week made some news. He's not only in the energy drink and marijuana business; he's adding uh, also dabbling in the world of cryptocurrency. Yesterday and wings and wings. Yesterday on blue wings, new, blue wings, blue wings, blue wings. Oh yeah. 
So on Friday or yesterday, Nature Boy announced his latest business venture, the WooCoin. The WooCoin, uh, there is only one true Woo. He wrote on X, get, get, it, uh, get in on the hottest crypto project of the year. Whitelist is now open. Join the community on the Telegram and get on the whitelist. The official launch for the new business venture of the multi-time WWE Hall of Fame legend and current AEW personality is scheduled for January 1st, 2024. If you're into cryptocurrency, I don't know. Remember Ric Flair was on, uh, he was on uh, scratch off cards in, in North Carolina one time too, right? Well, at least that's something tangible. Uh, he realizes that cryptocurrency is kind of dying, right? And they've had a lot of issues with cryptocurrency and it's, it's all a kind of a scam. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm not buying into it. Surprises me none that Rickfair would be involved in it. Yeah, you know what? You know why not? Rick Flair, a uh, man of many businesses. You know, he's is he going to have a pasta maker after this, like Hogan did? Yeah, or, or he's going to open a pizza joint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> woo pizza. <laughs> you can put woo in front of anything, I guess. Uh, um, so let's see. I don't have much news left. I got one last thing. WWE will be running a best of 2023 on Monday night edition of raw. So of course that's Christmas day. If anybody's watching it on Christmas day, I don't know. I mean, yeah, probably Uh TV insider revealed Jackie Redmond and Pete Rosenberg, Peter Rosenberg will be hosting and we'll get a little, little recap of what happened in the past year. And that's all the news dangers. Anything I'm missing that we should talk about. I don't think so. I don't think so either. So, guys, I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. I want to, uh, you know, I did not wear my Christmas shirt. I do have the pain on, though. So, I see that. Yes. Beautiful shirt. I've got, I think I got one of those someplace, too. That's awesome. A great movie, by the way, Minus One. If you get a chance to go see it, it's still in theaters till the uh, January 3rd, I heard now, too. So, uh, yeah, I heard that one with a wider release, too, because of the how. Well, it's doing. It's made more money. It made $60 million in America. It cost, the movie cost, I think, $10 million to make. And it's not even counting what they made in Japan. So it's a very profitable Godzilla movie. It's probably, it's it's actually very story-driven, believe it or not. Not just a big monster wrecking everything. So uh, you would enjoy it. Go check it out. I definitely enjoyed it. I'm sure, Danger, you enjoyed it too, right? I have not seen it yet. Oh, you've not seen it yet? Go no, catch, that's still on the list. Go catch it. Well, you got that, and you've got Iron Claw. And I know people have seen Iron Claw. went last night. I know a lot of people. It's a great movie. I, I saw people that were commenting uh, on on X or Twitter or whoever it's called that they took their significant other who had no idea what the story was. Significant other was shooken up, and then when they brought him home, they're like, it's even more tragic than what the movie portrays, the, the real-life story. So apparently it's very, very well done. Except the Ric Flair guy they got. I don't like the voice. <laughs> I've not seen too many, but, you know, they got a lot of people that, you know, obviously they couldn't use the real Ric Flair. He's 70 years old or whatever. So, uh, but I want to shout out. Thank you. Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, let's see. I guess Rennie's going to be at the WWE house show in Baltimore featuring Randy Orton. Uh, or maybe he's not going to be there, but maybe he will be. I think he'll be there. Uh, Plus house show at MSG Tuesday night. Got a lot of wrestling going on, you know, Tuesday night. MSG is good. MSG is going to sell out. They usually do. And then when they do it around the week of Christmas, definitely. So, 
I wish everybody Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year's. We will see you next week. Same uh, bat time, same bat channel right here on Facebook Live. See ya.